Bilbo becomes separated from the dwarves and strikes an odd deal with a slimy creature in order to get unlost, but also changes the fate of Middle-earth in the process. This is Lore of the Rings, episode number 93, and today we compare chapter 5 of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit to Peter Jackson's movie The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. Before we get too far, just a reminder, if you like the show and want to express your support, one of the best ways is to provide a financial donation at buymeacoffee.com slash L-O-T-R podcast. Every dollar is helpful, and when I reach my first goal, I'll sign and send a copy of Tolkien's The Silmarillion to a fellow wanderer who has supported me along the way. That's buymeacoffee.com slash L-O-T-R podcast, or tap the link in this episode's show notes. Thank you. Let's wander. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. As I shared in our last comparison of the book and movie, Bilbo's experience with Gollum is spliced together with the dwarves' confrontation with the Great Goblin and subsequent escape. In the extended edition, which, again, is the only worthwhile way to experience any Middle-earth movie, especially The Hobbit, we find Bilbo eluding capture from the goblins at about two hours and two minutes in, but his journey into the dark is not fully portrayed until a few minutes later. This chapter officially closes about 30 minutes later, as Bilbo sees Gandalf and the dwarves and leaps over Gollum to escape. In contrast to the book, film Bilbo escapes from the goblins right from the beginning, and does not witness the great goblin, Gandalf's power, or their escape. Instead, he hides, draws his sword, which provides a pale blue light, but then scuffles with a solitary goblin. Also, I can't help but see some similarities and film foreshadowing, as the goblin hops on Bilbo's back, much like Gollum will jump on Frodo's back while over the lava of Mount Doom. The goblin pulls Bilbo over the ledge, and Bilbo literally descends into darkness, his blue sword clanging on the cavern walls. After some dwarf scenes, we return to an unconscious Bilbo deep in the mountain. A hissing golem comes around the corner, his eyes reflecting the pale light from above, much like Bilbo observes Gollum's eyes in the book. An interesting change of events. We see the ring actually leave Gollum's pocket, as Bilbo witnesses Gollum's ruthless murder of the goblin, which begs the question of why Gollum was slinking through the tunnels with the ring in his pocket and not on his finger. The ring reflects the light from his sword and catches Bilbo's eye. 
but Gollum's cries distract him, and he slips the ring into his pocket. Gollum displays his dual nature, arguing and talking with himself. His song about hunger contains some lines of the fish riddle that Book Gollum poses in the riddle game. I do have to admit, the sword's light flickering when the goblin finally does die is quite terrifying. That's Bilbo's only light source, and now it's gone, and he's alone in the deep with this strange, slimy creature, which Bilbo has now lost sight of. Gollum's opening line is half from the book, with a bit of an adaptation. Film Gollum does display some confusion in not knowing what a hobbit is. At least he knows it's not an elf. Bilbo uses one of my favorite words from the chapter when he says, quote, I want to get unlost. And Gollum reveals his schizophrenia even more, which is not a characteristic of Gollum in The Hobbit, but comes out more in the Gollum-Smeagol dynamic of The Lord of the Rings. And then the riddle game begins. Gollum's first riddle is The Mountain. And then the deal is struck. Interesting how in the book it was Gollum who proposed the deal and the terms, where in the film it's Bilbo who suggests his own prize if he should win, and Gollum agrees as long as he can eat Bilbo if he wins. And Bilbo's face is priceless as he considers the terms. Not sure if I would agree to being eaten if I lost a riddle game. Bilbo provides another riddle and Gollum eventually guesses the answer, teeth. Film Gollum has nine teeth, while book Gollum claimed to have six. And by the way, Andy Serkis really outdid himself in the scenes where Gollum is trying to find the answers to these riddles. I just love it. When Bilbo answers the wind riddle, we have another call back to Peter Jackson's Return of the King. Gollum says, quote, very clever, hobbitses, just like when Sam is carrying Frodo on his back. There, Gollum says again, quote, clever hobbits to climb so high. Bilbo gives the egg riddle, which is a real struggle for film Gollum. The key difference here is that they skip the light and the dark riddles missing out on some of the classic literary themes of this chapter. My entire episode, previous to this one, was dedicated to the idea of journeys into darkness, and while still portrayed here in the movie, the light and dark riddles are not shown. The other riddles that are skipped are the two about fish, which would have been a common food source for both Gollum and Bilbo, and also reminds us of the stakes if Bilbo loses the game. He'll be Gollum's next meal. Perhaps the filmmakers felt like they needed to speed up the game a little, or perhaps they felt the riddles were too on-the-nose when portrayed on screen. But either way, Gollum creepily delivers his final riddle, setting Bilbo off-kilter as he throws his voice around the cavern. Just as in the book, Bilbo is, quote, saved by pure luck. In the chapter, Bilbo tries to say, give me more time, but is so terrified that only the word time comes out, which, luckily, is the answer to the riddle. In the film, Gollum displays a really bad choice of words when he says, time's up, thus tipping Bilbo off to the answer. This question makes Bilbo more deliberate and confident in his response, rather than just squeaking out the answer. Yet, in both versions, it is pure luck for Bilbo that he guesses the answer. Bilbo's luck is another theme that we haven't yet touched on, but it'll appear a bit more as we go forward in the story. Gollum's slips of the tongue continue as he requests a last question from Bilbo, thus opening the door for the mistaken understanding that Bilbo's muttered question is actually a riddle. Also, Gollum picks up a sharp rock, clearly his weapon of choice. That makes me wonder why Gollum didn't reach for his precious birthday present at that time, but hey, the film continues. Bilbo absentmindedly asks his question, what have I got in my pocket? When Gollum protests, Bilbo picks up on Gollum's technicality and then allows Gollum three guesses. 
which match his guesses in the book. The game is over, Gollum concedes, and Bilbo insists on Gollum delivering on his promise. There's a subtle play on words in the dialogue, as both Bilbo and Gollum say lost several times. Yes, they are referring to Gollum's having lost the game, but also, if you remember, Bilbo is lost and wants to get unlost. And also, the One Ring is now lost. In one sense, lost is describing them all. But will Gollum help Bilbo become unlost? Does he honor his agreement? Does the movie portray Bilbo's choice as full of empathy as Tolkien wrote? We'll get to that right after this break. We're not done yet. If you like this episode, please leave a review and share with your friends. And remember to subscribe if you haven't already. We'll be right back. You can be the hero of your own Marvel Comics adventure. Marvel Strike Force is an extraordinary mobile game, a haven for comic book enthusiasts and gamers alike. Lead your own fellowship of heroes and villains to battle against the forces of darkness that threaten the very fabric of the universe. From the menacing Doctor Doom to the formidable Apocalypse, every battle is a chance to prove your mettle. And right now, Marvel Strike Force is commemorating its six-year anniversary. That means free rewards await those who heed the call and sign up today. With weekly events and bonuses, this anniversary celebration promises a treasure trove of special rewards. Rally your allies, sharpen your blades, and dive into the action of Marvel Strike Force today. Use code MAXPOOL to unlock free new treasures. That's code MAXPOOL, all one word, on the mobile game Marvel Strike Force. Now, back to wandering. Finally, having lost the riddle game, Golan reaches for his precious birthday present, but is surprised to find it missing or lost. Film Bilbo has some inkling of what Gollum has lost. As he removes the ring from his pocket, then Gollum figures it out. He accuses Bilbo of stealing the precious, and the chase begins. The scene cuts back to the dwarves, beginning to be rescued by Gandalf from the Great Goblin. The scene change causes a dramatic emotional engagement as we wait to see if Bilbo can escape Gollum. We cut back and forth from the dwarves running to Bilbo escaping. Bilbo finds himself in a tight spot where his coat buttons are lost, much like as he escapes through the door in the chapter. But in a scene reminiscent of Fellowship, when Frodo slips on the floor and the ring suspiciously slides onto his finger, Bilbo falls on his back and attempts to catch the ring in the air, but instead inadvertently lets the ring slide onto his finger. Now he's invisible, and Gollum does not know. As in the chapter, Gollum labels Bilbo a thief many times continuing to stake his claim to the ring. Well, after Gandalf dispatches the Great Goblin, and all the dwarves miraculously survive the crashing bridge, Bilbo is cut off from escape. The door of escape shines brightly. Unlike the book, the back door is not guarded by goblins that Bilbo must navigate and narrowly escape from. Bilbo sees Gandalf, but he can't cry out, lest Gollum would find him. So, like the book, Bilbo is alone, and must pull himself out of the darkness. Bilbo has his chance to kill Gollum. He's invisible, his sword is at Gollum's neck, and Gollum is unaware. But as Gollum turns, Bilbo loses his resolve to strike. Gollum is sad, he's miserable, alone, naked, and hungry in the dark. Bilbo can see that. While not said out loud, Bilbo may be experiencing that sudden flash of understanding described in the chapter. Perhaps Gandalf's words from the troll cave echoed in his mind, 
True Courage is about knowing when to spare a life. I'm actually really glad that they didn't overlay Gandalf's advice about swords in this scene, as if Bilbo actually were remembering it. To do so would have made this scene less about Bilbo's choice, filled with empathy, pity, and understanding, and would have made it more about a hobbit following the wise words of a wizard. In any case, Bilbo leaps. Gollum can sense that something is about to happen, and Bilbo's foot connects with Gollum's face as he leaps. As Bilbo escapes into the light, Gollum expels his curses and an ominous warning for the future, quote, We hates it forever. Bilbo may have returned to the light, but he hasn't escaped the haunting of the slimy creature Gollum. Nevertheless, in both book and movie, this is the last we'll see of Gollum, for now. Next episode will be a little different. I've brought someone onto the show who is rediscovering Tolkien after many years of creating content for fans of Robert Jordan and Wheel of Time. We discuss Tolkien's influence on later fantasy authors like Robert Jordan, how Amazon has treated both Wheel of Time and Lord of the Rings, and more. Thanks for wandering Middle-earth with me today. My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Lore of the Rings Podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember, not all those who wander are lost. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.